Thank you all for tuning in to the Your Edge podcast. I'm Therese Van Ryn, Global Director of Public Relations at Zebra Technologies, and I'm here today with two special guests, Coach Sean Payton of the New Orleans Saints and Vice President of Zebra Sports, John Pollard. As the NFL's official on-field player tracking provider, Zebra has been working with the NFL on its next-gen stats program. And some of the league's most successful teams, including the Saints, use Zebra's tracking technology during practice, too. Zebra's tracking system uses RFID tags, which are embedded inside footballs, applied to player shoulder pads, and sewn into players' practice shirts and compression gear for non-padded practices to transmit real-time location system, or RTLS, data to system receivers positioned around stadiums and at teams' practice facilities. The Zebra MotionWorks sports tracking system captures metrics such as player participation, speed, including acceleration and deceleration, per play and aggregate distance traveled, orientation and proximity to the ball, as well as all other players on the field. The information captured by the Zebra system is then utilized by the teams to calculate and analyze vast amounts of information about every player for every repetition in practice and every play of a game throughout the course of a season. We are excited to talk with Coach Payton about his data and how it enhances the success of the New Orleans Saints, along with John Pollard, to learn more about Zebra Sports. Thank you both for joining us today. Thank you, Teresa. It's great to be on. Excellent. Thank you. Coach, we'd love to start with you. Can you remember back when you first heard about Zebra? I'm curious, what were your first reactions? And at the time, did you envision tracking technology becoming what it is today? Well, honestly, uh, I can remember when I first heard about Zebra. Uh, and to your second question, I don't know that I would have forecast where we are today and, and where we might be going. But the first time I heard about it, was three or four years ago, and I can recall the the opportunity the opportunity as a head coach to take a look at workloads during a given practice. And one of the challenges we have, especially during training camp, is monitoring what type of practice we have. It's easy to say, "Hey, we're going to cut this practice shorter." We're going to back off a little bit today, but what does that really mean? And, and this was the first opportunity for me to actually put data to that and a definition to that and to see, oh, the distance traveled on a normal workload workday during training camp for each position group, and then to look at the outliers and really help us reduce soft tissue injury. That was my first exposure. That's where I got really excited because we're faced with that challenge every training camp. We're faced with hamstring issues. We're faced with soft tissue, soft tissue groin injuries, injuries that we feel like we can help prevent if we have a better handle as to each player, the amount of work they're getting in a given day. And, and rather than just a general assumption, let's back off a certain player's reps or let's back off the time we're out at practice. This, this really put a number specifically to each player in the amount of work they were doing. And it also helped us see when they were uh, in a walkthrough mode versus when they were full speed because we were able to see that, that data as well. Uh, 
that was my first exposure. And then here we are today. Right, right. You mentioned the importance of the data at practice. Are there certain metrics or, or things you're looking for? Yeah, I, I, I want to see a consistency in the group. Uh, and I can recall early on uh, a, given, a given practice for receivers would generally be about six, six and a half miles traveled during the day. And that's obviously we're, we're tracking everything the minute they walk onto the field uh, in that, in that marked area, uh, to the, to the minute they walk off the field. And so we're talking about a warm up period. We're talking about a stretch period. We're talking about, uh, an instructional walkthrough and routes period, and then into the, the periods themselves, the full team, the seven on seven, the one-on-ones. And I can, I can recall seeing Brandon Cooks at that time, who was a young receiver for us, had a number that was higher than his peers. You know, he was at 8'2", 8'5". And I just, I remember seeing that thinking, man, how is he almost two miles uh, different than the rest of his group? And it, it just allowed us to see who might be overtraining. Um, and then if that's the case, what we want to do the next day with, Brent, with Brandon uh, versus, you know, just trying to guess. And it, it really, it makes it much easier to come into a staff meeting and say, hey, all right, here are a few outliers, guys. Let's make sure we're on top of them tomorrow. And then also it might, it might help us to better prepare a player for practice and, and letting him see the data and let him, letting him see, hey, you might be overdoing it in one particular area or another. Coach, in your mind, what's the single most valuable piece of data that's captured by Zebra? Well, there's there's so many different things we're we're using. The, the challenge that I have is prioritizing. All right, what is it? It, it number one, it affords us a, a much more efficient way to to chart an opponent relative to their personnel groupings. And what I mean by that is when they put three receivers on the field, a tight end and one running back. Um, when they put two receivers on the field, two running backs and a tight end, all of that manually can be taken off. And yet it's much easier to compile that data uh, just, just via the, the numbers. And, and, you know, I think there's a, there's a part of it. I know my son loves watching the games and seeing the next-gen stats. I don't know that enough people correlate the next-gen information as coming from Zebra. In other words, we see it, we believe it. How did we get it? And Mm -hmm. we're getting it uh, with exactness right now. So um, for me, for me, it's it's practice, uh, it's soft tissue injury prevention, and then honestly, I think where we're going is going to help us greatly officiating. Mm, mm, that's a great point. I wanted to ask you, do you see additional applications for the tracking technology in the game beyond the player data itself? Absolutely. Uh, for, for a game that's as fast as our game, it's on television, the fans and everyone watching, we, we, we have great access to amazing replay, slow motion replay, and yet there are still some things that we're doing that I think 50 years from now, people will say, well, why were you 
measuring a first down with a 10 yard chain and two sticks. <laughs> and then why were you leaving it up to the eye rel relative to whether a player crossed the goal line or not? Um, you know, when we punt a football now and it goes out of bounds in the air, there's a plane that it's breaking at some point on the sideline. But if you watch in real time, what an official does is he'll hold his hand up and he'll keep walking. And then the official back where the punter punted it will wave his hands as to that's approximately the area. So there are a lot of, um, I would say rough estimates relative to the spot of the ball, the ball crossing the plane, the ball crossing the, the yard gained on a short yardage situation. And so if it truly is a game of inches, which I believe it is, I think that we have the ability now to begin measuring those inches. Mm -hmm. Great point. Coach, do you have a favorite data point? A favorite data point such as? Such as speed or anything that stands out to you by which you uh, evaluate a current player or maybe someone you'd like to join the Saints? Yeah, I, I, a couple things. I think it's speed, but I also think there's an explosive element to speed, which is fascinating to see. So, um, you know, we play in our league with a lot of fast players, but I'm more interested in the zero to 10 speed, you know, how quickly a player accelerates, how explosive a player is. Um, the other thing that I see this helping us with greatly is in scouting. Um, you know, we have the Indianapolis Scouting Combine where all the attendees arrive and 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 certainly can wear uh, workout gear with, with zebra uh, chips in them. Um, we've got the Senior Bowl, which is an NFL all-star game at the end of the season. And as we go to prepare cut-ups, profile tapes, um, all of those things, the ability to track a player when he's working out or when he's playing in an all-star game, just, you know, two or three years ago, even today, we'll be studying uh, a practice and looking for the player with the socks pulled up and the towel hanging out off of his right side. <laughs> and I, I just think that, uh, you, again, we're back to uh, 2020, 2021, 2022, uh, the ability for us to quickly put a cut up together and here are the plays where this player is on the field. And actually, if you want, we're going to highlight this player before the play begins. So you can actually see where he's at. Mm -hmm. That's great. Are there any stats that aren't already tracked that you'd like to see tracked in the future? Well, I, I think the change of direction, which is sometimes a challenge. So how fast a player is, how fast a player accelerates. But one of the other things in our league that can determine if a player is able to separate from defenders is how fast does a player stop? And so, well, how do you measure that? Um, in fairness to, to that number, you're counting on the player to be at peak or optimum speed when he decides to stop. So if I said, hey, you're going to measure me to see how fast I can stop, then it would be in my best interest to, to try not to run as fast so that I could stop quicker. But every game when we watch receivers run routes, running backs accelerate and stop, I, 
the ability to see how quickly a player can go from X miles per hour to zero, I think is something that's valuable. Mm -hmm. This might not be a fair question, but do you feel the Saints have an advantage over other teams who do not use Zebra for tracking practices? I think anytime you're more efficient in what you're doing as an organization in, in more efficient time-wise, um, more efficient relative to how you're planning practices, um, that certainly puts you uh, ahead or at least on par with others that are using it. But yeah, absolutely. It, look, our industry is a teaching industry and we're constantly learning more and more about strength training, more and more about nutrition, more and more about sleep, and more and more about how we train and then what we look for. And so I think it's part of your overall commitment to, to being at the top and being one of the top organizations. Mm. I like that, a teaching industry. That makes a lot of sense. And you're definitely a great teacher. John, love to ask you a few questions. Speaking of competition, what do you think sets Zebra apart from its competition? Well, Teresa, I think, I think the first thing is just Zebra's heritage is a company that's provided enterprise solutions uh, uh, for, around products and services, giving companies and healthcare and retail and transportation and logistics better visibility um, uh, to the activities of their business on a day-to-day -day basis, accuracy and data collection, and then helping you know, those companies uh, be more informed in their decision-making process. And I think that's a template that we ported our, over to football. And I, so I think our, our heritage of decades of providing solutions to companies around the world have allowed us to bring immediate value to both the NFL and to our team clients. Uh, another piece of uh, information I think is valuable when we talk to teams and they're evaluating our solutions and technologies is that we are the official league partner in the 2020 season and the seventh season uh, that we've been the partner of the NFL. Um, we are in the second uh, agreement actually with the NFL. And so we think that second agreement was a validation or a revalidation of our technologies and capabilities. It has given us credibility when we engage other teams, um, not only within the sport, but other sports. And we look to expand into the university sector. Um, I also like to point out too, you know, in the, in the press and the media, even in the league itself sometimes, uh, you know, people may think that, you know, we're GPS-based technology or GPS becomes uh, global positioning uh, capabilities is the, is the proxy for location services. And of course, you know, at Zebra, we, we use RFID technology. And why that's different and why that's important is the accuracy. Um, the accuracy of an RFID system like ours is greater than that of GPS uh, technologies and optical-based uh, technologies, which are used for other sports around the world and in American football as well. You know, we can get, you know, sub a few inches of accuracy, uh, which is critically important with our system, both uh, for the NFL games and for practice sessions. Uh, but op optical systems and GPS systems can have a variability of up to 39 inches per rep. You know, as Coach mentioned, if he's tracking the workload of his players and the performance of his players, you know, a 39-inch differentiation on just a single rep can, you know, really, uh, you know, uh, detract from the value of the information derived from those other technologies. So our RFID-based technology, we think, differentiates us and sets us apart. Mm -hmm. John, how have you seen teams benefit from Zebra's practice solutions specifically? Well, you know, as Coach mentioned, I think is the efficiency and overall operations. So the automated aspects of data collection takes a lot of burden off of a significant amount of uh, staff members. 
um, and, and making that information uh, readily available and usable uh, through applications and technology services. Um, and as exciting as the advanced analytics are with the tracking data that our system provides, you know, it's just sometimes it's just the fundamental benefits of our solution. You know, our, our tags have been engineered to go into the shoulder pads, but in the practice environment where players aren't wearing pads, they're sewn into the either game jerseys or practice jerseys or compression gear. Uh, and our tags can be, you know, washed and dried. Um, so you think about a large, you know, roster of players and the equipment staff have to, you know, you know, can just take the equipment and then put it in the washer and dryer and the, and the tags are still functional for an entire season. Um, you know, when you look, look again at the competition who uses GPS technology, for instance, those devices are rather large, much larger than ours, and they have to be removed uh, and recharged and replaced and reinserted after, you know, before and after each practice session. So there's a lot of labor involved in that um, as well. Um, another, you know, key benefit that we see as teams become much more comfortable in using this information is that the data that's collected for the game through our NFL relationship um, is the same for those teams who use us in their practice facilities. They have an analogous set of data in terms of data definitions and statistical definitions and data structures. And so in that analyzing, you know, the workload, the performance of a team or a player throughout a practice week, and then doing some analysis against that game performance, and then looking at think, thinking about that over an entire season, I think that's a significant differentiator and a benefit how the team see us as well. Um, Something I have to talk about too that's uh, really exciting is our unique capabilities around ball metrics. We've miniaturized an RFID tag to be placed inside of every NFL football. And that data that we collect for quarterbacks is, you know, velocity and rotational information, but also special teams uh, players like punters and kickers. We can actually gather information about rotational information and height information, which we think is an exciting new segment of analysis and data that provides special teams coaches and performance coaches uh, really critical information. Tracy, can I jump in there at that? The, Please. The, the thing that's very intriguing and I think important relative to the ball data is this, is after we've done this long enough, we can begin to composite quarterbacks that play at an elite level, at a good level, at an average level, or at a poor level, you can begin to find minimums. In other words, we do this now with height, weight, speed, measurables uh, in, in the draft process, hand size, arm length, um, inseam, all of those things help us when we're discussing a player that meets those, those minimums or in some cases maybe is deficient. And at some point, someone might say, well, if he becomes a successful defensive end in our league, he'll be the first with an arm length of this size. And the same thing I can see happening relative to the quarterback position, the kicker or the punter. If, if he's successful in our league, he'll be the first with this spin rate and this velocity. Uh, those ahead of him have all met this, this actual criteria. And, and I think Analytics sometimes is, is looked upon as, oh, the decision to go for two or go for it on fourth down, where a lot of times it's, it's the science of player procurement and decision-making relative to players in the draft or in free agency. The numbers strictly 
don't make the decision, but they allow you to understand the percentages of hitting on a player or the, the, the lower percentages possibly if a player doesn't meet certain, certain minimums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. John, what's the next evolution of the technology? How do you see Zebra impacting the game, say, five years from now? Well, I think, you know, Coach touched upon something that, that becomes part of the conversation that I have with teams, you know, both in the NFL and college is just providing more advanced analytics. Um, and, and a scenario that, you know, really resonated as Coach was describing, looking at the and leveraging the technology and the information is, you know, how can we put game context uh, around the tracking data. So we track players, you know, our, our chips on the, ta- on, on the players blink, if I may, send a signal 12 times a second. The tag inside the football is blinking 25 times a second. So you can imagine it's a voluminous amount of data. And how do we, as, as a service provider uh, to the teams and to the coaches and to the, to the league, how do we at Zebra expand our solution capability and provide software that helps organize and manage and, and, and create, create a really more informed decision tool uh, around the data? So I think the advanced analytics of putting, capturing explosions inside of short yard ranges or within, inside of a play, I think is something that we can continue to do and innovate around. Um, I think the accuracy of our tags, I mean, we're already extremely accurate with sub a few inches in accuracy, but we can continue through engineering capabilities and innovation, enhance that capability and hopefully have uh, implications and add more value to the situations and scenarios that coach described, like placing the ball, for instance, or spotting the ball when it goes out of bounds on a punt. Uh, something else we'd like to see evolve is the actual Z coordinate and, you know, and, and, and technology speak. Uh, those of us at Zebra may know, but X and Y is the location of a player or the ball on the field. The Z coordinate would be the height. So can we add, you know, addition, through additional receivers and engineering in our tags, can we help derive height information for players jump, uh, jumping capabilities, which I think would be interesting. We see in today's passing game, you know, quarterback throwing the ball up against for a tall receiver or a tight end and just throwing up a contested ball and measuring the, the height capability of the jumping and the leaping capability of the players today, I think is something else I'd like to see us continue to work on as well. Mm-hmm. How is working with the Saints in particular help to expand their business to other teams around the league? Well, look, you know, I'm biased. Uh, I've I've known Coach Payton and the Saints and, and Nikki Lemus and that organization since 2007. Uh, I, I worked with them when I was at Microsoft, and you know the Saints have been a, a visionary and innovation and innovative uh, and, and well-led organization since Coach Payton arrived. And you know back in 07, if I may, you know the Saints were the first organization to put together this really nice locker room presence for their players. It's commonplace nowadays to see that in the NFL and in college football, but the Saints were the first one when I was at Microsoft to bring, let Microsoft come in and create a really nice lounge to bring, you know, create better cohesion uh, for the players and bring more things to the players uh, so they can enjoy their time together since they do spend so much time together in the locker room and at the facility. And I also worked with the Saints when I was at Stats and they were the first organization to allow observational analytics and statistics to be merged with game video. Now, they don't get a lot of press around that, but in 08 and 09, they were the first organization that were around that technology. Now that's common practice across the NFL and college football. So they've led there as well. You know, and here at Zebra, again, the culture uh, of innovation and looking for a competitive advantage and looking for efficiencies to contribute to the betterment of the team and the organization, that's what the Saints are all about. And that's certainly what's made us excited to continue to be a partner, you know, here at Zebra with the Saints. Mm-hmm. 
I think this, Teresa, it's, we're in a business where we constantly are studying our successful peers, you know, i.e. the Patriots during their stretch. And, and we, we, we want to stay up to date, but I think in everyone's industry, you're studying the successful companies more than you are maybe ones that aren't as successful. And mm-hmm. we, we've since developed an analytics department. In other words, the, the data that we're receiving in all shapes and sizes, we're studying. Ryan Nielsen heads up that department. But, but it's a lot easier to be one of the leaders when you're winning. And fortunately, uh, we, we've been in that position for a, a number of years now. And, and uh, during this stretch here of the last four seasons, we've won more games than any other team in the NFL. Now, we, we, we need to find a way to win another Super Bowl, but I think it's it's an easier partnership when both companies are successful. Mm-hmm. Agreed, agreed 100%. I, if I may add to that, you know, new technology and innovation is extremely exciting. Uh, you know, but what Coach Payton and the Saints bring to the table as well is a, is a, is a focus and a pragmatism and how to bring this information and these technologies to the organization because new ideas and information services, they're a dime a dozen. But how do you use the tools and you have a focus on how you want to implement it to create, you know, again, for the betterment of the organization and how do you introduce it in a pragmatic way that it will pay benefits? And again, you know, not every team, you know, across sports thinks that way. It, it, it starts with culture and leadership. And again, that's why, you know, our work with the Saints is, is valued, not certainly valuable to the to Zebra Corporation. And we're extremely proud to have Coach Payton as part of Team Zebra. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you would both agree that Zebra's work with the NFL is a great example of how we provide real-time visibility to other industries as well. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yes. No question about it. Look, you know, these large companies and organizations, if the, the margin of error you know, you know, you know, the great Gil Brandt, you know, who is, is, uh, is a friend to all of us here who work in sports, uh, for sure. He, he made, he, he said something one time to me that never lost. I'm sure it's been said many times. How much, how much is one extra win a season worth to an NFL team? You know, and, and, and so just talk about the mission critical nature. You have a very finite set of games per year. You have a very finite roster of players that you have to work with throughout a season. And, you know, um, when when organizations see that you know teams like the New Orleans Saints and leagues like the NFL are are allowing Zebra to track assets like you know equipment and that we haven't talked about, but you know also the the performance of the players on the field for every single game for seven years and for those practice clients every single practice throughout a season, which there are numerous, it definitely lends credibility uh, you know to what we do and it accentuates our our capabilities and in our areas of specialty and also, you know, creates a level of excitement that you can't get anywhere else. There's nothing like NFL football and there's nothing like being near a team organization. So when we, we are able to have the opportunity to get together again, and we have done this in the past, we bring clients and prospects from these different industries into an environment and the saints and coach Payton have been extremely gracious with their time over the years through our partnership. You know, there's nothing like the visceral nature of being around it and then learning how teams and, and, and organizations are using our data. And it certainly, you know, 
brings a, a kind of a cohesion. There's a lot of synergies between enterprise clients and also our clients and our, and our partners in sports. The last thing I think, regardless of business, we're, we're all in the business of attention to detail. Hmm. And, and I think for me, that's the, that's the, the one thing where you, know, you can say exact and define exact, and generally speaking, it's not exact enough. And as coaches, we're, we're never, we're searching for that, that uh, perfect game, if you will, that exists, but helping us to get there is the, the perfect numbers, numbers that you can count on and that you know uh, are extremely accurate. And, and that uh, is a lot easier to receive in meetings in a position like mine than someone saying, well, I, you know, I, I, he had a, he, he, he worked hard today, or, you know, I think he's full speed. He looks like he's running full speed or, you know, drew through the ball today, 110 times when I really want to know exactly how many times did he throw it. And you can actually see that movement in his shoulder pads based on a throwing motion and measure the exact amount of throws a quarterback might have in a given day. And so it's that attention to detail that, that I, I think we try to take in, in every approach. Very nicely said. Coach Peyton and John, thank you again for joining us for this episode of the Your Edge podcast and sharing your wisdom with our audience. We really appreciate having you. Thank you, Teresa. Thank you, Teresa. You bet. I also want to thank our listeners for tuning in to today's episode of the Your Edge podcast and I encourage you to check out our other posts related to Zebra Sports along with our other solutions. I'm Therese Van Ryn signing off until next time.